Sternlaw and this is Modern Day Teachers. So we are super excited today um, because we we are really diving into our second official episode of the Woo-hoo! podcast. That's so exciting and you guys you have no idea how truly amazing it was to hear that we were on Spotify. We literally so the moment I finally figured out how to post it I it was at school too. Yep. I ran into Kyla's classroom and we just listened to the first like two minutes. It was like five minutes before kids came in and danced yep. to our voices. We danced in our classrooms. From the outside view, because I have windows, all I can think about is what are these parents thinking about these two crazy ass teachers? Hopefully that we're a good time, number one. <laughs> But it was amazing, regardless, and it was, no matter how many listens we got, it was such a good feeling that we we were here, we're doing it. Yes. I, I think I looked, and last I checked on Spotify, we had 11 That's double amazing. digits. Yes. <laughs> so, I, I'm happy. I just like, you know, to talk. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> and I hope, I hope it's just going to keep getting better from here. We have a lot to talk about today. Because the past few weeks have been, how would you describe it, Alex? Um, well, (laughs) let's see. (laughs) As a first year teacher, I would say, I think they were hard. Yeah. I think I was kind of, I was kind of sad because I wish the relationships were more, I mean, we'll get into it, we'll get into it. Your dog's agreeing with... (laughs) I think he threw up a little. I don't know. But that's how I felt the last couple days when I would get to lunch every day. It was just like a deep (laughs) sigh. Yeah, there he goes. (laughs) Come on, get (laughs) Anyways. Um, It was just, it was a hard, it was a hard couple weeks just getting everyone to be pumped, trying to get the relationships. But it's so exciting to like start actually doing classroom stuff. That's yeah. that's my quick little intro. Yeah, the intro to so, that. So today we are going to be talking about, we're going to be recapping the past few weeks of being back in person from Christmas break. And then we are wanting to talk about kind of more um, how we address the inauguration because that was a huge part mm-hmm. of 2021. Um, especially we're starting the year off and might as well start off strong with a new president and we're just excited so we're going to talk about how um we addressed it with our kids and let them know um that they kind of they were a part of history yeah and so that is what is up for this episode yay uh alex you ready to just dive in yeah i was gonna say dive in so it's weird that you kind of read my mind (laughs) um so a quick recap if you don't remember from our pilot episode we are in person four days a week, mm-hmm. A-B schedule, so half our kids Monday, Tuesday, half our kids Thursday, Friday, virtual day in the middle for everyone. So first of all, that's very weird to get yes. into the habit. 
Yeah. Especially when your Wednesdays are filled with professional developments for six hours. And just meetings in general. Yeah. I feel so bad because I haven't been able to do Google Meet on my kids keep messaging me on Wednesdays. Yeah, but you've had this professional development. She's had this professional development for like three... Three and a half Yeah, like three and a half days, but they're the full span. She gets a 30-minute lunch, so... Regardless, I don't see her at all. <laughs> on our virtual days. <laughs> on our virtual days. In person, yes, but when it's Wednesdays, she's kind of there in spirit. Stuck in my room, really. Yeah, because she YouTube. can't leave. That's yeah. been hard. That's been hard. But it's been nice having those four days with our kids. Yes. But it feels like everything's condensed because you're fitting a full week's worth of lessons into mm-hmm. two days with that group of kids yeah well and trying to cram them with so much information because we're so used to having a week mm-hmm. you for the most part to go over a certain skill or standard and so now having to cram it in two days to have five days worth into that amount mm-hmm. it's it's been tough just to give perspective we're at, I do the ELA plans, mm-hmm. and Kyla does the social studies and math. Mm-hmm. We are not even doing half of what our pacing guide suggests. Nope. And that's still too fast. And it's still too much for our kids. It, it's hard to get children to understand author's purpose when they're still having trouble with letter recognition. With letter, yeah. And letter writing. And Finding main idea. Oh my gosh, I went through our data from our last test, and summarizing was the lowest standard. That's how mine was. Yeah. Summarizing, it was just a crapshoot. It was so bad. Yeah. Should we talk about the tests? Because I feel like that was a huge point the last, at least, week for our... And I bet people can relate, because we're looking at this data, and it's so disheartening. It is, absolutely. Well, and... Um, for anybody that hasn't checked out our pilot episode, definitely go check that out. But um, to give you a little bit of behind the scenes, we're both fifth grade teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, we work together at the same school. We are in an inner city school, very high poverty, um, very high minority percentages. And so we come across obstacles anyways in our day to day. But now that we are returning from school from really a nine-month break, almost a year. Almost We're truly a year. pushing almost a year. And these our kiddos have such a large learning gap that we are trying to pick up the pieces and meet them where they're at. But it's it's crazy. It's, it's kind of you're balancing what do I need, what standards do I need to include each day to hit what we're required to do yeah but also what do I differentiate what level do I differentiate to because I have kids on first grade reading levels same that are not in sped that are not they just are on first grade reading level they're just that low and their comprehension is that low too it's so bad and all of our kids I mean I don't know about you but for the most part I feel like Maybe not this past week. This past week, I've been able to dive more into learning. But on the other hand, we had those tests, so it couldn't. It really wasn't that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the two weeks prior returning to class, I feel like I was more of like emotional support for my kids. Yeah, because it was so disconnected from being completely online for so long. Like we had to get back into the routine of social skills and how to talk to one another and how to function around other people. Yeah. We, 
I know at least in my class, I had to pull a small group to know how to ask people to be their partner. Yeah. And we literally role-played what to do to walk up to someone and how to ask and then how to res- how to deal with their response. And these are fifth graders. And these are fifth graders. That's crazy. That that blows my mind. Like, But it's it's hard to think. Like, we're, when we were in fifth grade, we had that constant interaction, and it wasn't anywhere near this where it's social distancing. I mean, I remember being in groups mm-hmm. and being able to hug your friend and all this, but now it's like we're trying to teach these kids how to build relationships that are so different than where we came from. Well, they can't even look at each other for facial expressions. Think no. about that. Yeah, because they're all facing the same way. <laughs> and they're masks. And they're masks. <laughs> Hopefully. Somewhere I'm like beards. Somewhere I'm over their eyes. Somewhere I'm over their desks, really. Just <laughs> literally take them off. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, but meeting, yeah. I feel like the last couple of weeks, meeting their emotional needs mm-hmm. has been our more top priority. I had two kids cry at two separate times the last two weeks that's so hard and one cried twice and when I pull them aside I say what what's wrong what I mean talk to me you know yeah um I mean I bet you saw them because I pulled them out to the door that looks in your class (laughs) and um he just says I'm frustrated I can't get math I can't get it and then I had to, I read the math test to him because he, um, that's one of his accommodations, yeah. the questions. And I saw him every problem, the first two steps were correct mm-hmm. and the last step was wrong. And that's why he was getting it wrong every time. Uh, it just, uh. <laughs> it's so sad and it you is. feel bad. You feel like really like shitty because you're like. I, I'm not meeting any of your needs, I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm making, you don't want them to feel bad. But yet, right at this point, especially when we returned, we were in the middle of both ELA and math units. So mm-hmm. it's not like we had a fresh start on either one. Um, and so we couldn't, I don't, I guess. We couldn't build from the top. Yeah, exactly. We couldn't start them with a solid foundation because the first two, three weeks of mm-hmm. this, the units were online where they needed the in-person most and so I totally yeah yeah it's been frustrating I try not to show them how Mm -hmm. frustrating it was hopefully um because behavior stuff you can deal with I mean you know my BK yeah um we'll get into that she has a wild class guys on the on our Thursday Friday days I but I can deal with that you know like I'm not scared of a fifth grade boy but I that's the hard part is when you're not meeting their social emotional yeah. needs. I'm like, damn, it's explicit episode. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's time to get real talk. Yeah, but I feel like that's been kind of the very like, and it's not just us. No, not at all. I mean, talking to our team mm-hmm. for the most part, and even our friends in other grade levels and different schools. I mean, it's kind of a whole like a weight uh, yeah across all of us mm-hmm. and I wish I mean the our pacing guides made by the district and I wish they would take that into account mm-hmm. and I don't know like how disconnected it is I've never met our um coordinators coordinators in person obviously because I started during a pandemic <laughs> 
you should get like some sort of like extra reward for that. Cause... Um, uh, raise can I? <laughs> you just get to like the the veteran teacher already. Hey, right? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Just go oh, that'd be story. perfect. Yeah, you get an extra grand. It would, oh gosh, that'd be so nice. Oh man, what will we say? It, we were talking just about the weight. Well, the curriculum. Oh, curriculum. I wish it was taken into account when they are making our tests. Yeah. And looking at our essential standards from the past tests we just had, mm-hmm. I went and labeled what standards were essential objectives and which weren't yeah. from the test. And the ones we did the worst on, the worst the on, yeah, at least in my class, were the essentials. So I know, hopefully, we'll be able to circle back in and hit them. I hope so. Well, and I really wish, like, because I'm... Our coordinators have access to our test scores, and so you would think that they would look at them and be like, okay, you can really tell that the kids are not getting it. Let's revise the future units and slow it way down. Do you think that they... I know I haven't taught yet in the spring semester, but I know that later on in the semester, it's usually modified Mm -hmm. for state testing. Do you think the curriculum director is starting to take that into account, the possibility of not having state testing? I I don't think so because we didn't even start talking about state testing last year until March. We met the week before spring break with our coordinator, um, and she was talking about after spring break coming back, addendum planning Mm -hmm. and so I don't I honestly don't know if she's even thought about it and I don't know if maybe as a district they're crossing their fingers hoping that it'll get canceled again or pushed back another year or but I I really don't know I've heard I've heard through like rumors Mm -hmm. that there's a possibility that we'll take the state testing Uh but it will not count for children if that makes sense but that still screws us and yeah, the kids because it's still going to be a stress no matter what. And, and I mean, if we we start teaching after spring break all the way up until May because fifth grade tests last. Mm-hmm. So we, te- we, we prepare for two months for these tests. I mean, that's two months that are vital to our kids, especially if we all go back and preparing them for sixth grade. I mean... Our kids can't even write a sentence right now. And they're supposed to be writing informative essays within the span of five days. Exactly. And they can't <laughs> write one sentence. And so I... I mean, I'm bringing out the handwriting paper. Yeah. Per, um, per our, our reading instructor's yeah. um, advice. That's crazy. And we're going back to using our thumb to space words. Yeah. With some of my kids. Yeah. Which some of them really need that. And, you know, maybe this year we think of we need to sit down, teach our our team, but maybe mm-hmm. teachers as a whole, and think maybe we shouldn't be going with the pacing guide. Maybe we should be truly what we were taught. Yeah. Is meet them where they are. Meet them where they are. Well, and that's a question for anybody who is listening. If you're a teacher, let us know, like, how are you guys handling that? Because... We can't be the only ones that are facing this right now. Yeah. So as dis- different districts or even different schools, like how are you guys addressing um, meeting the students at their the lower academic levels, but having that big weight of state testing coming up or, or just preparing them for the next year? Yeah. Because like last year, we're not holding anybody back. 
I don't think we can. I don't think we can. I don't know. There's no way, but yet we're setting these kids up for failure because at least with younger grades, they have a few more grades within the school, but these kids, they're not going with social skills. They're not going with high academic levels, and they're going to a middle school where, I mean, it's a different world. Well, even our team lead going to social skills, mixing with academics, she was telling us how she's been trying to just teach her kids how to stay organized. Yeah. They're losing their pencils, their papers, their everything. And that's what I've been going over. I've been, yeah. um, I do the five pencil check every once a week. Yeah. If you've kept all five pencils, here's a Jolly Rancher. Here's a Jolly Go Rancher. sharpen them. Keep them till next week. Yeah. We spent 30 minutes going over our writing folder mm-hmm. protocol on Friday. Yeah. Just how I want you to write the date, how I want you to stay organized, and how I need your name on there just in case something happens. Anything could happen. But if they don't know how to do that, think of middle school. First of all, middle school is hell already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're not organized, think of the kids who don't, who, when I went to middle school... <laughs> We don't, first of all, we don't want to talk about what I was like in middle school. Oh, no. Um, but, <laughs> oh, my chicky nuggies are here. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Ryan with the wind. He brought me chicken nuggets, y'all. <laughs> Do you um, want sauce? Is there sauce? I was going to ask. Do you want some sauce? Do you have sauce? Kind of sauce? Do you have barbecue sauce? Yeah. <laughs> we might edit this out. <laughs> Anyways, so middle school is hard enough, like thinking about kids. Think about the loose leaf paper falling out of the binder. Think about the... Thank you, sir. Think about anything like that. They're going to be screwed. You know what all I can think about is I remember in middle school, and I don't even know what year it was. I feel like it was like sixth grade, but I I don't know how it was down in Texas, but we had five minutes... In between courses mm-hmm. to go to our locker, grab our book for um, the next class and get to the next class, but it turned, yeah. of course, into a social hour Yeah, for five minutes. And I just remember a student, like, going into the hallway and getting my stuff, and I was talking to one of my friends, and I look over, and somebody opens their locker, and it just dumps. <laughs> like, papers and books and trash and drinks and pencils and... It was a nightmare. And think of all the The shit that kids stuff in there. Like the locker decorations, the lights, the Axe body spray. I wasn't... My school had blockers, but we weren't allowed to use them. Really? Yeah. Um, Don't know why. But my band locker, I can tell you, Uh was in fact a shit show. Um... (laughs) But think of the added stress of your, if you're not organized, think about how much more stressful school's going to be on top of you're behind, yeah. on top of being a preteen and a teen, on yeah. top of that, the added stress is going to distract you just like any other factor would. Absolutely. Well, and as people get more into middle school, the balancing the four different teachers mm-hmm. and like you started band and if you're in music... And when you go there, I mean, they they treat you like many adults, truly, which at that age, they're going through puberty, so all the hormonal stuff anyways, but these kids trying to be organized, if they forget one thing, the teachers, it's on them. There's no more excuses of parents. There's no more anything. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm thinking (laughs) of 
the last two weeks, I have a parent that wants me. I mean, I have several parents, and I think every teacher does, that wants their child to receive individualized messages to remind them every day. And I'm sorry. Like, that's not going to happen in middle school. Yeah, well, and we just need to be real. We don't have the fucking time. No. And I don't know if parents don't realize that right now because, and this might be something because I have a one-year-old son, but I can't fathom, like, messaging my son's teacher on a weekend and they're, and being like, did he turn all of his work in? Well, why don't you go back the past 12 weeks and send me every assignment that he hasn't done and we'll do it this weekend? No, he won't. No, not even that, but they don't even give us the consideration of the weekend is for us to rest, for us to get drunk and try and forget the week before. Or get like, organized, like, or meal prep, yeah. or socialize with adults. Adults, because God knows we don't do that during the day. No. no. So, it's that is so hard, and that, I mean... That's something I truly, I don't think I've been implementing that more enough into my classroom. Like, and I think that's something that I'm going to do. That's, I'm glad that she said that because truly our kids need that more than anything. Well, and it carries into, you know, the habits you make as a young adult Mm -hmm. are going to feed in. And that's why, I mean, I got the idea for my team lead and, you know, now you're going to think about it. And I know our other two teammates I think have thought about it and are trying to implement yeah we would hope I mean at this point I'm not saying kids are a lost cause I'm saying you need to meet them where they are yeah just like you said well and teaching them if we can't give them academically what they need to be successful giving them the life skills Mm -hmm. because more than anything our students need those life skills I mean Mm -hmm. And that's really bad to say that we'll choose that over academics, but Mm -hmm. truly we... It's not bad to say. I mean, our kids... I don't believe it. Yeah, I mean, our kids need to know how to do that basic stuff. Yeah. So, it's... Yeah. So, overall, (laughs) we're off of our soapbox about organization. (laughs) But the last two weeks have been, like, super frustrating, Mm -hmm. trying not to show the kids, not trying to shame them. I told them, this week, new slate. What you got is a stepping stone for us to know how to help you in the future on the test. Exactly. I had some kids with 27% that were close to tears. Yeah. I had a student, I scored, um, he's one of my A kids, he scored a 9%. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know, and that's, I don't know if that goes into the hand of he just didn't know, or he didn't take the time to try, but, I mean, there was a a handful that were getting 20s, and there was only very few in my class that got above an 80, like, four. Yeah, same. And... But you know what you do with them? Luckily, we use um, Mastery Connect. Yep. And that shows them their percentage, mm-hmm. but also the standards that are in a test. Yeah. And it'll show them red, yellow, or green. With each of them, I said, don't look at the score. That's not what's important. Yeah. Because we're a standards-based district, number one. Yeah. Number two, I said, look, you got a yellow and two reds. Two reds show us we need to work on something. Yep. Yellow shows me you do know stuff. So yeah. So don't sweat it. Absolutely. And that's, I'm not going to feel bad if our, if, you know, our principal disagreed with that lingo. If yeah. I, I don't feel bad unless someone taught me, you know, 
maybe use this language instead. Yeah. I don't think that's wrong to say. Why no. would you... We track the standards. Yeah, exactly. Well, and if this is... Truly, if we would have greens right now, I think we would have more... More... Um, if If our kids were all in green, it would be very questionable. Because we truly shouldn't have any because it I mean if we look at what they've done on virtual in Google Classroom which we true in our last episode we talked we did not have a lot of participation Mm-mm. at all and I mean we can't force the kids to do the work at home and so if we came to school and all of a sudden they were scoring yellows and a lot of greens I mean that would be very questionable on yeah. your part of okay what exactly were you doing Am I literally reading the questions of the exactly. test? Which, honey, you know I wasn't. Because, yeah. <laughs> first of all, that's not teaching them. Second of all, why? Yeah. Why do that? Exactly. So, it's... I, I think... I think overall, especially talking with the team and knowing that it was kind of an overall consensus. Like, we struggled. And I, and I really think that we all struggled in the same areas. Like with the summarizing, um, summarizing was our my lowest, and I think this a team's lowest um, standard. Yeah, and then for math because we just took a reading end of unit mm-hmm. and a math end of unit. Like mm-hmm. Kyla said, math I'm pretty sure it was putting an order um, mm-hmm. fractions and decimals on a number line, which my class barely hit. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie because the under the knowledge was so low. Yeah. I'm not going to focus on one standard and have you learn it all in a day because our A kids had one yeah, day. Yeah, they had one day because we've been out um, every Monday since we got back from Christmas break. <laughs> and so they've only had two days beforehand in person, mm-hmm. which the first day from Christmas break, yeah, we dived into academic, but it was getting readjusted back. Procedure. They yeah. were so tired. Do you remember that oh, first day? they were day? so tired. And quiet. Yes. <laughs> they were, they were, it was crazy. But like I was telling my kids, like fractions, this could have been hands down the worst unit to be teaching with our kids. Yeah. Half virtual because I told, I told my kids I struggled with fractions. I struggled with fractions. I mean, sometimes I still struggle with them. And so not having that solid foundation, I told them there's no reason to be upset. Like, truly, we did not give the quality learning. Like, we couldn't teach them how we needed to for them to truly understand it. Well, and you mentioned during one of our team meetings, um, if we had started this um, unit and been able to use hands-on manipulatives, Mm -hmm. I think it'd be a vastly different story. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because... I don't know, even just trying to teach mixed numbers, yep. they were like, what's a whole number? And I'm like, oh, sweetie. Yeah. Like, And at that point, you know, what do you say? You say it's the big number and you move on because we don't have time. Yeah. Well, I tried to incorporate manipulatives. I have the counting blocks mm-hmm. and I tried with, um, I think it was with my B kids and they did not understand. Like we were already so far in and then trying to be like, okay, let's bring in manipulatives and see if that works. They're like, what do we do with these? Yeah. And so it, yeah, it's, it was just a really bad unit overall. Yeah. Teaching it virtually was a joke. Yeah. Um, truly. 
yeah, that's all. <laughs> and that's all I gotta say about that. Yeah. I know we're gonna hit it again in our. But the frustrating thing is, I was looking at our next unit for yeah. math. It builds off of place value, mm-hmm. which is what our kids are still struggling struggle with. Struggle with most, which I think, I mean, I don't know when they get that in fourth grade, mm-hmm. but if this was around the time that they started learning place value, which, I mean, they learned place value way early, back in, like, first grade, because mm-hmm. they talk about tens and all of that yeah. stuff, but truly talking about decimals altogether, I mean, this is when the world started ending last year, truly, like, mm-hmm. when all of the scare started happening, and so... Yeah. The trauma and all of that. So, of course, they're not going to retain anything from 2020. That's what the retention is so bad. But how do you get them to retain information that we cram down their throats yep. in two days? Yeah. And expect them to remember a week later on? Yeah. It's not there. It's not. Because the virtual they're not doing. I mean, I've gotten a little bit better participation because I can scare them a little now yeah. that they're in person. But... I mean, they're sitting there watching TV and flicking through the assignment. So, yeah. or they're taking care of their small siblings. You're correct. Or trying to survive. Some of our kids are just trying to survive at this point. Yeah, and they're fending for themselves, basically. Yeah, it's it is crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. And can we just say, I this is a little comic relief. But can we just address the fact that we had to have two fire drills oh. in the worst week possible? <laughs> can we just address, <laughs> first of all, I had to quarantine back in fall when we did our first fire drill, and I am phase one for the fire drill, oh, you are. so I'm the first person to take my kids out. I finally figured out where I'm supposed to line them up. And realized I was in the wrong spot. So we just stayed there. Yeah. Then I realized everyone's going inside. <laughs> and I'm hearing nothing on my walkie-talkie. Yeah. And I realized my walkie-talkie's <laughs> dead. Oh, no. And then my principal was yelling, Alex, <laughs> go inside. <laughs> I'm looking at my kids like, oh, jeez, I look like a freaking idiot. <laughs> I was so mad. I was so mad. And my kids are just, you know, dumb-eyed staring at me. And I'm like, all right, guys, let's get a point. Go, Go inside, inside quietly. <laughs> like, Please don't look at me. But why did we have two fire drills this week? Literally, Literally the worst week. The worst week possible. And <laughs> not only... They were at terrible times. Yeah. We... <laughs> What was our one on Friday? 10 o'clock? Okay. The one at 10 o'clock. So it was right in the middle of... Reviewing. Yeah, yeah reviewing for our... Um, getting ready for our two tests. <laughs> we just went outside and I said, All right, guess it's time for the test because you've got to be pulled out for EL testing oh my in gosh. an hour. Yeah. Well, and so my kids, we were standing there. And I don't know how it is across other schools, but... In our school, we are going by phases. So we have five teachers, five classes mm-hmm. on our team. And the principal gets on the intercom and she calls group one. <laughs> and so only group one for each grade level walks outside. And once they're outside, then she says, okay, head back in. Group two, go. And so it's like a 20-minute ordeal 
of each person and my kids are freaking out they're like mrs sternloff if the if the building's on fire i'm just running out and this is the part i'm terrible for this but i started fucking with them i was like oh no we have to stay in here until our group is called they're like what mrs i'm like yeah we're gonna burn and mind you i have the principal's son in my class and he's like no we won't i will bust out of here and i'm like oh no you won't you are gonna stay here until group five is called and so my kids are relentlessly scared that if our building actually catches on fire that we're just we're just stuck you're You're stuck the room's filled with filled with smoke (laughs) But you got to wait yeah. your turn. Exactly. And one of my girls goes, but Mrs. Sternloff, what if the fire starts in our class? Then we have to get out. And I'm like, no, we'll get <laughs> we'll get called group five when it's time to go. What are y'all doing in your room that's going to cause a fire is my question. I know. And that's what I told them. I said, please, for the love of God, never catch anything on fire in this classroom. So we're screwed. And my one of my boys was like, Oh, yeah, definitely. I was like, if you do, you're replacing everything in here. And he's like, oh. And I'm like, yeah. Well, that's like another one of the teachers that we've talked to. She told her kids, you better be showing up to class because if you're truant, CPS is going to come and take your parents away and you're going to be stuck in a cardboard box. And her kids are so terrified, they now always come to school. It's they beyond scared straight, truly. Like... And I could never get away with saying that, no. but she, she just says it and th- they take it as law. Yeah. Yeah. There's no other option in their eyes. And I wish, I wish I could do that in my class because just to see like... I just don't have the balls yet. No. Well, yeah. I mean, and knowing the personality of our other teacher, like... <laughs> It's truly hilarious. They walk in in the morning tired. This is what she says to them as they enter the room. She, They walk in and if they look tired, she goes, Oh, were you out clubbing last night? That's why you're tired, huh? The drink gets you? All right, girl, I got you. Go in and sit down. And that's just how it is. And her it kids is. don't understand half of what she says. No. Nope. And it's not a bad thing. No, it's not. But yet they're like, Ah, she gets me. <laughs> and it's all all is well in the world of that classroom. It works. It, it does. It truly does. All right, so that's basically a little bit of a recap of our last two chaotic weeks. I don't know yep. if recap or just um, complaining session. Yeah, we got it out. I think when we were talking about this episode, the way that I described it was, welcome to the shit show. Basically... But we're not alone. No. And why do we keep no, doing the I same don't. exact hand gestures? <laughs> I, I look it, over. It gives us the point, I guess. <laughs> and it's like where it's a mirror and my hands are doing the exact same thing your hands are doing. <laughs> we've, well, <laughs> we've been hanging out way too much. We're getting in sync with one another. It really, we really are in sync. Um, But yeah, like I said, that's a little recap. We're about to move into what we said is our second topic, yes. which is talking a little bit how we addressed the inauguration, inauguration. in our classrooms. Absolutely. And um, maybe what we hope will look like for education. Yeah. I mean, because truly with Dr. Biden being the first lady, I really think it's going to be a huge step mm-hmm. for getting 
advocacy for us. But anyways, we'll get to that. But first, I think I need a drink, Alex. What about you? Me too. So I went to Walmart, y'all, because uh-huh. you know I'd be like that. And I found this Cafe Agave Spiked Cold Brew Coffee. And um, I, I was interested because it said 12.5% alcohol. <laughs> And it's salted caramel flavored. Yes. So we're going to try this on air. Okay, ready for the ASMR? Oh, yeah. That sounded real good. Okay. This is salted caramel. Let's Mm -hmm. go ahead and try it out. Okay, let's do it. So first... (laughs) Okay, if you're wondering, it is actually wine... Grape wine with dairy cream, natural flavors, and caramel color. Um, made in Minnesota. All right, so it's U.S. made. That's always great news. Reminds me kind of like Bailey's, basically. Yeah, it does. It really kind of tastes like Bailey's, but you don't have to go to the liquor store to get it. And you know what? I'm a fan. I, I think it'd be like really nice for like a brunch at home. Yeah. It's or, not brunch right I mean, now. we could, even though it's already a cold brew, like putting it over just flat cold brew, because I'm a person, I like more of like the strong coffee, coffee flavor, flavor, but this is a great like grab and take. Maybe not to school. <laughs> no, maybe I'm not in say. our career field. <laughs> I was going to say. Um, so I'm not taking the path to school in my coffee cup in the morning, if that's what you're getting at. Um, I like it. I like, they had other flavors. They had vanilla, cinnamon, um, a mm-hmm. cafe mocha and one more, but salted caramel sounded best. I like it. The can, yeah, the cans are really cute. It they are really cute. And th- as unfortunately, this isn't an official ad. But if Cafe Agave would, why am I holding the camera like this? The camera I can't would. see us. But if Cafe Agave <laughs> wants to sponsor modern Absolutely. day teachers, we will be your spokeswoman. Because you know that teachers, we live off of coffee. And so and why alcohol. not? Yeah, and alcohol. So why not take a mix of both? We're going to I am. I'm still selling it. <laughs> All right. Had to take one mm-hmm. more little sip before we get into yes. our um, topic of the inauguration. Yes. All right. And before we even start, I'd love to hear how other people addressed it. Other teachers address yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Because some school districts, so I follow a lot of teachers on like Insta and TikTok, yeah. and I saw some b- districts banned talking about it. Wow. Banned. Like teachers That's were so not terrible. allowed to address it. Some were actually, some teachers were actually sent links on how to address it in their classroom and mm-hmm. were encouraged to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So there's a wide spectrum. Um, I did also see that there was a um, broadcasting service that was it was only for kids because I saw on one of the platforms that I follow on Facebook, there was a teacher that was worried of showing the whole thing just in case it turned violent. That, and that's a fear. That's a fear. Truly. But they, I guess there was um, a way that classrooms could live stream it, but it was on like a kid-friendly server. Server. Um, that kind of monitored in case something was exactly like it was delayed maybe yeah and so maybe if something happened they wouldn't see it in real time i don't know i was watching it between like i said (laughs) my virtual days have been full of meetings and pds but i was watching it between 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 you know what i'm trying to say right yes I don't know how to say it but between all that i was trying to catch snippets yeah myself I didn't get to see a lot. 
I saw the very beginning, and then I, of course, mm-hmm. watched when he was sworn in. Um, and then I watched the very end. Ryan and I did at the very final show, the oh, yeah. music and all of that. Yeah. But in between, I mean, we had all of our glorious meetings, so... Gotta miss most of it. That's cool. But um, did you talk about it in your class? Yeah. So what I did was um, in my morning meeting, I first um, told my kiddos that they were a part of history. On your in-person day? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't talk about it. um, Virtually. Virtually. Um, But having the morning meeting, I just told them, you know, they are a group of kids that no one ever, no one else will ever be able to get a say in fifth grade. They were students when mm-hmm. we had the first um, African American, well, for one, woman vice president, uh-huh. but she represents the African American and the Latino community. Mm-hmm. And that is, I mean, that's huge. That is huge. First of all, for our um, little ecosystem at our school, yeah, because we have a huge um, Hispanic population. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like we're very diverse. Oh, yeah. We but. have his our our majority is Hispanic, mm-hmm. um, and then second is African American. Yes, um, we do have a high percentage of Vietnamese students. Yes, we do. And then um, I think our lowest is Caucasian students. Yeah, that is, is our lowest, which is really interesting. It is. Um, but yeah, I didn't on our virtual day when it happened mm-hmm. Wednesday the twentieth. Um, I just posted in our morning message, I said, happy inauguration day, mm-hmm. which I was like, I hope that's okay. Yeah. And I sent my morning message out to my parents as well. Oh, okay. So, gotcha. Didn't get any complaints. Yeah. Um, or I didn't say happy inauguration day. I just said it is the 20th of January yeah. inauguration day. But I did talk about it in person, like you, mm-hmm. you said. And it was interesting, the kids' responses. What did you, like, what, how did they react? So we have our morning meetings every mm-hmm. um, every morning, like I think all of our teachers are trained to do. Yeah. Um, we do highs and lows, random stuff like that yeah. um, to connect. But I just said that it was a historic day, like yeah. you mentioned, and yesterday was our inauguration day. Mm-hmm. I said whether we agree or not, um, that is a tradition we as Americans, no matter who we are, decided democracy is best for us yeah and joe biden and kamala harris were voted in and then we i showed them pictures Mm -hmm. because i feel like they need to see a face to a name yeah well some of them may have never even seen them before because some people stay far yeah i mean they stay far away from anything political and i'm you know i'm not judging that if that's how you think um is best for your kids but um It was interesting because I did mention, I said, this is the first woman vice president. Mm -hmm. I said, this is also the first vice president of a person of color. Yeah. And my kids, um, it was my B kids. So they were very, I don't know. My girls were very excited. That's good. Yeah. And at one point, I wish I could remember who it was, but she goes, so it's been boys this whole time. I said, yeah, it's been boys this whole time. She goes, well, it's about time a girl's going to get a job done. And I was like, yes, period. Yes, sister. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, like she knew. She knew. Yeah. So it was hopeful. I I would think, um, you know, you don't know what they're hearing at home. 
Absolutely. Or if they're hearing anything at all. Because I know, I mean, I feel like at this point, and we definitely don't have to get into political talk, but it's either very extreme or very sheltered. Mm-hmm. And there's no middle ground anymore. So even just giving that little seed mm-hmm. conversation to them, it, I think it was a huge, because now they just know something, which yeah. they may not have had that. Yeah. Um, beforehand, so. And I think most teachers who did address it, addressed it as um, very, very non-biased. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not, I don't know, science, not scientific, but a way of saying, it's historical, saying, yeah. okay, Joe Biden is our new president. Yep. This is how it is. This is how it happens. Because they need to know when they turn 18, they get a choice mm-hmm. and it influences their future. Absolutely. They, we presented it very factual. Yeah, I tried to present it very factual because um, they need to know. Absolutely. Really, they, they just need to know. And yeah. then I want to be a person that they com- feel comfortable asking questions. Yeah, well, and I, I think especially at this age, no matter what side we are on, we need to teach our kids how to have a respectful conversation because Lord knows our nation does not have that at this moment. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I think teaching our kids now uh, how to do that of respecting one another, no matter what um, what views you have, but it's more of along the lines that the hurtful words and stuff like that's yeah, yeah, I get what you're hitting at. They they need to learn how to listen. Yeah, you can disagree, and if you disagree, then you disagree. You can be informative or be informed without um, without yelling at someone. Because yeah. Lord knows I'm not going to have a kid yelling at me in my class. Yeah. And I'm not going to have them disrespectful yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. You saw the aftermath yep. this week of what happened when we had that disrespect in my class. Yeah. Like but you it, said. My... But it was addressed. And I mean, yeah. It Yeah, I think from, I mean, we'll see this week of how it's being handled um, from a specific student, but at least the class knows your expectation. Yeah. You know. This is a whole other tangent, (laughs) but um, I do have a student who's very confrontational, and you know what? I'll vibe with you. I can deal with that, Mm -hmm. but um, don't bully me. Don't bully um, my friends in my class, a.k.a. my students. That's and I keep having. It's kind of frustrating when I keep having like um, people coming up to me. Oh, I know you can't handle him, yeah. or I know you can't handle them. I'm sorry you're dealing with that. First of all, I'm not sorry he's in no. there in my class because, like, I'm not mad at a child that's yeah. going through stuff. It's like and they don't have shit going on. And don't tell me I can't handle it. That's so disrespectful to me as a professional. Truly, well, and I don't think. I mean, you have like reached out to me and our other teacher friend just for venting purposes, but who doesn't vent exactly about just life or frustrations? Cause we all have a student that might push our buttons yeah. that we need to let go so that we don't attack them mm-hmm. or lash out on them. But Which not- I, you have not once needed help. Like, you've handled it all on your own, so I don't understand where those, like, where outside voices are coming from saying that you can't handle it because you haven't shown any signs of not being able to handle it. And I've, 
I I think I've told you I've always grown up in childcare yeah. and the education setting. Um, that's just where I've always been. Yeah. Um, led to and I've always worked with and I've worked with plenty of students that you know want to tug, want to tussle, want to fight with you. Yeah. And I'm not frustrated by it because I know it always comes from something else. But mm-hmm. I want. Yeah, I'm a first year teacher, but I want to be treated. I try to handle things professionally. Yeah. And I want to be treated like. When I, when I hear people saying, I know you can't handle it, I hear you aren't doing good at your job. And that's like one of the biggest things that I never, as a three on the Enneagram, yeah. number one, and as someone who dearly loves this profession, I never want to hear someone say, you're not doing your job well, or you're not trying. I totally get that. Totally get that. I mean, especially for a first year teacher, like that's, that is so disheartening. And I mean, that's or, hard because how are we... Su- how are you supposed to keep that positive outlook mm-hmm. when you're constantly being told by um, other teachers that are not brand new to the profession that you can't handle something that you've never even come across before, you know? Yeah. Like, some students just don't mesh well with other, like, with teachers, and that's okay. I mean, we're not going to get along with every student. Just like you don't get along with every adult. Exactly. That's fine. you got to learn to deal with it, though. Exactly. And so you, I mean, you handle it. And fr- from what I've heard, you've been praised because you've had leaps and bounds that his, this student's past teachers never got. Yeah. And so I think that says a lot. And there should no, there should not be any question to your character as a teacher because... It's a tough student. I mean, mm-hmm. I would hope so. And I'm, I understand I'm not perfect, you know, but I want to, you know, just like you do, you continue and try every day to better yourself. Yeah. And I see that. So, <sighs> yeah. sigh of relief. Yeah. Sigh of <laughs> us getting to vent for um, the past 49 minutes, y'all. Yeah. We don't get enough of this time. No. I feel like every planning period is busy. Truly, it is so busy. And it's so hard because I wish I could have like 30 minutes to relax or yeah. get stuff done. Well, I was in the middle of doing my lesson plans on Friday and I don't know, um, I didn't even get to finish them on time because mm-hmm. I had somebody come interrupt in the middle of my recording. Like I was obviously very busy and I was interrupted and so it's like we truly don't get a break. At all. I have only one time completed my lesson plans within contract hours. Yeah. And that's not because I'm sitting there twiddling my thumbs. No. Like, it it truly takes a lot to lesson plan. And right now, it takes even more, especially for you for ELA, because you have to find the stories. You have to Because we're sure- not using the stories recommended on the, pa- um, yeah. the pacing guide because they're so disconnected from our students mm-hmm. lives because we're a title one school yeah and so far above their level there's zero comprehension yeah there's nothing they don't get anything from the story so basically me and my team lead look at the standards mm-hmm. that we want to focus on for the week and completely build new lesson plans from there which it and, doesn't sound like a lot but holy hell i mean it's a fuck ton and i'm not complaining i actually did not want to do at the very very beginning <laughs> yep. of the year when we um volunteered I did Was not I want to say volunteered <laughs> but when we chose who would do what subject I least of all wanted ELA because yeah. 
that has always been my weakest subject, to be yeah. honest, of teaching, which is weird because growing up, ELA was my favorite to be a student in. Yeah. I've always been a thousand times better in math and science teaching-wise. Yeah. And um, one of our teammates is a math whiz. Oh my gosh, she's a guru in math. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> there's no fighting for no. math. Um, I would gladly always help her if she wanted to help. Absolutely. Which you do and you do amazing with. But she definitely takes, she takes all the, the load. Rings. I will tell her, <laughs> I will gladly give her that trophy. But doing ELA has really stretched me um, mm-hmm. in a good way. That's in a good, good way. And I've, in, I've really enjoyed it. And, you know, maybe next year we don't split up the lesson plans. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I like doing it this way. That's my personal opinion. Um, but which will also be different whenever we're not doing virtual students. Yeah. Um, but on the same flip of that coin, I've loved learning about the standards and learning how to do better because I'm using my own time to learn how to teach writing better and mm-hmm. learn how to teach reading skills better yeah. in A readers, mm-hmm. le- level A, through I have students on level V. Yeah. So. I literally have a student who's a level Z. I don't. <laughs> I, I I had to stop her, and I mean that's eighth grade level, and I don't want to take her any higher because I mean there's no point. Well, but also the the comprehension. Mm-hmm. Um, once you get into like high school and stuff, I just feel like it's it's too high. Yeah. Just in general, but yeah, I it just blew me away when I was leveling her, and it was just like. Every single time I'm like, okay, we got to move. Yep. We got to move. Like we went through like four different passages and I was just like, we can't go any higher, (laughs) but I have a student on an H. And so like you, that vast, I mean, it is a huge gap. As I have two newcomers Mm -hmm. who are B and pre A, which means he, they do not know their letters yet. That's crazy. So we're working on that. Um, that's another. Maybe next we'll be talking yeah. about reading levels next episode. That would be a great just to dive in because at this point, so we've been leveling our students, but we're getting ready to start um, reading groups, guided reading. And so and I'm starting. I'm starting with one of mine this mm-hmm. week um, as a practice because I'm again a first year teacher. I've never done them in um, our districts along their. Um, guidelines yeah um for reading groups I've done different so I'm excited to learn how to do it this way but it's a it's a lot it is a lot it's, it and is a lot our reading specialist is mm-hmm. that's her title right um I would think uh instructional coach. instructional coach yeah because even though she specializes in reading I think she's kind of just overall but for sure she is the she's go-to amazing. yeah but I'm like oh my god <laughs> I feel yeah. like I'll never be as good as her you know kind of thing yeah um but yeah that's another thing that's being thrown on our plates and we're Mm -hmm. trying to deal with it yep and not turn into alcoholics along the way (laughs) i'm also been trying to do whole 30 and if you did not know um sugar and alcohol are not on whole 30 so i've not been doing perfect with that but I have, I actually have felt really, really better since I've limited my corn mm-hmm. and dairy. Intake. That's good. I felt like amazingly better in terms of like bloating, stuff like that. Yeah. 
in case anyone's wanting my Whole30 update. I doubt there's anybody out there. <laughs> she's done really good. As much as, I mean, she says that she hasn't wavered, she's done really good. And you've made some really good food, too. It's not yeah. like it's been terrible this whole uh, time. For someone who does not own, um, have a kitchen right now, yeah, I've done some pretty good things with our little toaster oven in the <laughs> living room. Turkey meatballs, yep. those are good. You did the egg roll in a bowl. Yes, yes. I yep. did that at my friend's house. Oh, I yeah, that's in, right. That was I cooked in her sitting. kitchen. Um, what else? I'm always down to eating in other people's homes. Yep. <laughs> I made, oh, what was it this past week? Oh, oh! I made a huge breakfast casserole that mm-hmm. was Whole30 approved. I ate that for a week straight every yeah. day by myself. <laughs> um, it was good. You know, you had variations, different yeah. condiments, hot sauces, stuff like that. Make it taste different. Lunches for the week are hard. Yeah. Am I the only one that like no. struggles? No. Like if I don't, if we don't have leftovers from the night before, it's either I'm like, or I just... I just miss lunch because it... Snacks. Yeah. It's like oranges and nuts. <laughs> yeah, basically. exactly. It's like, well, what do I have on hand? Yeah. I I love I love to cook. Mm-hmm. I love to cook food. Not that great of a baker. That's your that's your domain. I will take that. Um, <laughs> I do like to bake. I love to cook. But I also love meal prepping lunches for some reason. That's good. Um, But it's hard when I don't have a kitchen. Yeah, you need a kitchen. That's kind of an essential... <laughs> Hopefully soon. It should be done pretty soon, but yes. um, I digress. If anyone else wants to <laughs> tell us some very easy but fulfilling um, whole food type, because mm-hmm. you eat really pretty healthy, though. Yeah. I mean, we we do really good as much as, I mean, my I think my Achilles heel is chocolate really, and booze, but that's a topic for my therapist. <laughs> I do have a secret stash of chocolate pretzels that I really try not to dig into. Yeah. But once in a while. <laughs> like on Friday, you just show up with this big old pretzel and you're like, I caved. I had one on Friday just to sa- satiate yep. that little sweet tooth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it has been a rough two weeks. I'm excited to start this new. Me um, too. Just a blank slate with no stress on the kids because I feel like even though we prepped and we told our students that the tests were coming, the kids were blindsided, I feel like. Our next ELA so, is not till the mid of March, right before spring amazing. break, by the way. Yeah. So hopefully we, have a while. we can focus on just the essential standards mm-hmm. and take our time. Yeah. I don't know about math. Math seems even too fast for me yeah I'm like okay guys let's go Uh, I don't know so hopefully um it goes well I'm feeling hopeful I'm really hoping everyone's feeling hopeful tomorrow morning yeah to urge me on um because I just don't want to get overwhelmed yeah it'll be I feel like we since we don't have the pressure of the test coming up like like you said the fresh start It'll be okay. And I mean, the first few days are just openers, like getting yeah. the kids accumulated to the language that we're going to be using, um, trying to figure out if they have any prior knowledge to anything that we're talking about. I know we're going to be talking about measurements, which yep. you helped prep math stuff last yeah. week. Um, and we're going over metric mm-hmm. and customary. I know the test just goes over customary, mm-hmm. in case you're wondering. So. Yeah. 
but they need to know the metric. They're yeah. going to need to know that in, if they don't hit it in fifth grade, they're going to need it in sixth grade. Yeah. So that's why we don't just teach the test. Yep, exactly. Because they need, they have so much, they need all the other knowledge yeah. for their life. Yeah. But <sighs> it's been, this was so nice. I've been looking forward to doing this. I know. Like, we were going to do it on Friday, but. We got preoccupied. Let me just say that. That's, um,. I think for right now, that's all we're going to yeah. say about Friday. Let's just say I just, I I gave my dining room chair a high five with my face. <laughs> you did? <laughs> and I'm still feeling the repercussions. Oh, no. But see, I didn't even see this. Friday was on. A, yeah. stre- um, a stress-relieving day. Yes. That's all we're going to tell you guys so you don't judge us too much Exactly. Yet. But... We were looking forward to this. I am so glad I'm so that glad. we talked about this. Just kind of got the past few weeks off. It's like let go now. Like like it's done? Yeah. Let's forget about that stress. Take it away. Um, it's like that really terrible sweater you got for Christmas a few years ago and you just tuck it away. And it you happened. look to the beautiful new sweater you have that hopefully will make you look amazing. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So I hope you guys truly enjoyed this episode. Thank you for sticking around with us. Um, we will be back next week. Hopefully. Hopefully with a brand new episode. And we will be plugging our socials into the title comment area, yes. our social media accounts. So please check that out. <laughs> <laughs> so should we end this out? Yeah. Okay, so absolutely. I'm Alex. And I'm Kyla Sternloff. And this is Modern, Modern Day, Day Teachers. Teachers. <laughs> Thank you.